the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Happy Tuesday morning. It is uh, November 21st, two days away from Turkey Day. Uh, Look, I want to be more respectful. Two days away from Thanksgiving, a day on which we give thanks for our many blessings. Be thinking today because tomorrow I'm going to take your phone calls to hear what you are most thankful for. Uh, Today I'm thankful that I made it here, by the way. (laughs) If you are out there driving today, number one, it's rainy. Number two, make sure that you give yourself extra time. I was coming down Route 71 today en route to the studio, and uh, at about mile marker 140, I think that is uh, Route 61, I believe uh, there may be a closure there between Route 61 and then about nine miles south of there, 3637. So if you're coming down Route 71 uh, (laughs) – Budget another hour and a half to two hours. If it if the road is open, you'll probably have to do a jog around. So uh, also, we've heard that travel records will likely be broken uh, this holiday weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, Black Friday, shopping, the whole nine yards. So make sure that you're budgeting time, extra time. Don't get in a rush. Just plan to take a little extra time, and if you hit a snag, then you've already budgeted into your trip. But be safe out there, and uh, I'm grateful to be here with you today. And uh, the phone lines are open for you at 844-TALK-989. Uh, I got to the studio just a few minutes ago, and so usually I'm prepped up, ready to go. But today, um, which my wife would tell you is probably me at my best, you get me unvarnished, and uh, unprepared, so to speak. So give me a call at 844-TALK-989. That's 844-825-5989. And it is Rivalry Week. And a little later in the show, we will have uh, former defensive stalwart at Ohio State, Matt Finkus. He'll join us to talk about the game between the Buckeyes and the team up north. But I want to hear your memory. The one game that you remember the most, you love the most, maybe you hate the most. There are a couple of those. The last two years are probably on top of that list if you're thinking about games that you hated. But give me a call. Let me know your fondest Buckeye memory involving the team up north in the game is what it's affectionately called, the greatest rivalry in all of sports. So uh, give me a holler. Let me know. Be glad to hear what your thoughts are, and talk with you. Maybe I'll remember the game. Maybe it was before me. Well, uh, speaking of remembering, uh, do you remember this guy? But when it comes to the mandatory mask, I am not going to be the mask police. I'm not going to enforce mask policing to where my deputies stop people and say, "Uh, put your mask on. Uh, That's not going to be the case. 
that's Butler County Sheriff Richard K. Jones. And that was him in circa July 2020 after Governor Mike DeWine issued a statewide mask mandate. Jones famously said, I'm not going to be the mask police. And that comment grabbed headlines all across the country. And uh, he grabbed some time with CNN, Fox News, other places. And uh, why do I tell you that? Because if you get over to the OhioPressNetwork.com, that's the OhioPressNetwork.com, our feature today, is that Sheriff Jones endorses Secretary of State Frank LaRose for U.S. Senate. Yesterday we talked with Bernie Marino, one of the GOP contenders in that race. Matt Dolan is the other one. But it's official today that Jones, who is a long-serving top law enforcement officer in Butler County, endorsed LaRose in his bid, not only for the Republican nomination, but for the whole shooting match. And in my interview yesterday with the sheriff, Jones called LaRose, quote, the real deal, who is in touch with local communities, is in the military and understands the world through that experience and has been proactive on issues such as immigration and drug control. In fact, he said he's the only one in the race. He's a local guy. He's been to the border. He's in the military. He's got young kids. He's a mom and pop guy. He goes to all the little towns, all the little villages. He talks to people. He meets with people. He's done it ever since he's been in office. These other two guys that are running, I don't dislike them, but they're very wealthy. They're rich guys. They come around when it's election time, end quote, is what Jones told me. Now, LaRose, I talked with him yesterday, too. He expressed gratitude for the sheriff's endorsement. He said it means the world as a fellow Army veteran, and that's how we initially connected, talking about Sheriff Jones. We speak the same language, naturally, as two guys from different generations, but also as two guys that served in the Army. He is the consummate lawman. He's a guy that has devoted his life to public safety. We know that he's the tough but fair kind of sheriff that really every county should have. He doesn't take any BS, but he's also a smart leader of his agency and has a lot of good deputies that work for him and really appreciate his style of leadership, Rose told me. And uh, you'll remember that in the poll that came out last week from Emerson College, in a head-to-head matchup between LaRose and Brown, the result is just a bit outside the survey's margin of error, which is plus or minus 3%. And it reported Brown leading LaRose 31 to 26, with 24% of those voters undecided. Brown was also leading Matt Dolan, whose family owns the Major League Baseball team formerly known as the Cleveland Indians, 41 to 38 and has a 10-point edge on Cleveland businessman Bernie Marino, 42-32. to 32. And uh, again, I had Bernie on yesterday. Bernie will be here in studio December 18th from 11 a.m. to noon. And Secretary of State Frank LaRose has also agreed to come in studio and have some great conversation, take your phone calls. And so that, that date and time will be announced soon. And a couple of comments. Uh, Jones, he was once rumored to be a U.S. Senate candidate. I don't know if you remember back in 2018 
after then GOP nominee Josh Mandel dropped out of the race against Senator Sherrod Brown, citing his wife's medical condition. The scuttlebutt was that Jones was asked to take the Republican post, but he declined. And then again, the sheriff made those national headlines in 2020 when he said, I'm not going to be the mask police. Some comments that uh, LaRose made to me yesterday that I think are interesting that that we should unpack here, too, uh, as it relates to this endorsement in the race in general. LaRose said, conservative talk is cheap. People can say whatever they want. I'm the one who's proven it time and again, stood up on gun rights, stood up on life, stood up on tax cuts. The other candidates in this race can't say this. And by the way, I'm also the only one in this race who's ever been endorsed by President Trump. I want to talk about that here in just a second. There's another candidate out there trying to convince people through a pretty deceptive series of ads that he's running that he has Trump's backing. To be very clear, Trump hasn't endorsed anyone in this race. I will tell you what he did. He endorsed me last year when I was running for secretary of state, and I was the only secretary of state in the country to earn President Trump's endorsement. And I'm confident that if he decides to endorse in this race that I will earn his endorsement because he knows a fighter when he sees one and he wants what we want. And that is to beat Sherrod Brown. And I'm the one who can get it done is what secretary of state Frank LaRose told me yesterday. Uh, my wife and I were talking about this yesterday because we saw the ad from Bernie Marino and that's indeed who Frank LaRose is talking about. And to be clear here, I don't think, Matt Dolan has a snowball's chance of getting a Donald Trump endorsement because of his uh, bending of the knee to the woke mob with respect to the Major League Baseball team, formerly known as the Indians, and their name change to traffic statues, right? But it's interesting, the interplay here and the discussion for a Trump endorsement. One, does it matter? If you look at the polls, Trump is leading somewhere between 12 and 15 percent in Ohio. Absolutely. It matters, particularly in this GOP primary race. So if Trump weighs in, whoever he gives the nod to will likely win that nomination. And then it's going to be just a battle down the stretch for that general election victory. But a couple of key points. Bernie Marino has been endorsed by J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance is the guy that Trump endorsed in 2020. So is there some interplay there. Does that give you a signal or a clue that Trump might indeed endorse Bernie Marino? And when you look at LaRose's endorsement, just remember that came at a time after Trump endorsed J.D. Vance. And at that time, that was not a popular decision with the Ohio GOP. And a lot of people were rising up against it. Scuttlebutt is that Trump said, look, if you support my endorsement of Vance, I will then kind of scratch your back and endorse you. And rumor has it that LaRose did that and in exchange got the Trump endorsement. So uh, lots to discuss on that down the road. Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of The Ohio Press Network. You can read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. That is theohiopressnetwork.com. 
news and information on the people, politics, and policies shaping your everyday life that you won't get anywhere else. And you're certainly not going to get that information through the progressive lens that you (laughs) are forced to consume from radio stations, not this one, but other radio stations, TV programs, and newspapers throughout the Buckeye State. Uh, Up next, I will be joined by Congressman Jim Jordan. And I got to tell you this funny story because (laughs) – we're t- since we're, we're close to Thanksgiving, one of the things I'm grateful for and thankful for is Congressman Jordan's willingness to be here again today. He was just with us last week, and I got to tell you how this came about. So you remember Congressman Warren Davidson was with us yesterday, and that was a great episode. If you have not had a chance to listen to it, get to 989theanswer.com. You can pull it down, or you can go to theohiopressnetwork.com. I published that segment of yesterday's podcast and you can consume it there. But on Sunday, I was, you know, kind of watching football with my wife on the couch and texting back and forth with Congressman Davidson's team. But I also threw a line out to um, Congressman Jordan's team because we'd love to have him on any time that he's willing and able to be here. Well, anyway, I wasn't paying attention is the short of that story. And um Congressman Davidson's team had already agreed to be with us yesterday. And when I got a text from Jordan's team that basically said, no, he can't do it tomorrow. I said, oh, man, I've already teased that episode thinking that it was Davidson's team. It wasn't. It was Jordan's team. And uh, so, you know, they went into full on let's make it happen mode. So he's going to be here today. But because they were responsive to my mistake, because I wasn't paying close enough attention, because there was a good Sunday night football game on with the uh, Denver Broncos uh, winning another one late. But um, so I'm grateful that Jordan will be here. And one of the things that we'll talk about is this uh, Washington Times article that broke yesterday. And it talks about an FBI agent who had to erase public vitriol on Trump. Mar-a-Lago in field offices jurisdiction. So here we're going to talk about a whistleblower who came forward to talk about someone who was promoted in the Florida field office who was anti-Trump but was only promoted after he erased all of his orange man bad stuff basically from social media. So we'll talk about that with uh, Congressman Jordan. We'll also talk about Donald Trump. And uh, that's my way of circling back to what we talked about at the end of last segment that I want to put a little bit of a bow on here. Trump's endorsement in Ohio, I believe, still matters, certainly in the GOP primary. And I think that that endorsement is going to fall either on Bernie Marino or uh, Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Now, Frank LaRose claims that, A, Trump will weigh in, and B, that if he does weigh in, He's the guy that he's going to endorse because he was the only secretary of state that Trump endorsed in the country last election cycle. And I pointed out, to be fair to both candidates, I don't know who he's going to endorse. But I pointed out, remember when Donald Trump endorsed J.D. Vance back in 2022, depending on which poll you were looking at, either Mike Gibbons or Josh Mandel was winning that race. And Vance was in a, I don't want to say distant, but he was certainly in third place and, and maybe even fourth. Uh, if you if you consider Matt Dolan. But once Trump said, that's my guy, then Vance shot up in the polls and won 
the GOP nomination and then ended up beating Tim Ryan by almost seven points, which is pretty clear to or pretty close to what Trump did here in 2016 and 2020, winning by eight points. So the Trump endorsement matters. But when Trump made that endorsement of Vance, several people in the Republican Party from different candidate camps, uh, if you remember, Jane Timken was in that race. Uh, Mike Gibbons was in that race, as we already said. Josh Mandel was in that race. These people came forward and said, what is Donald Trump doing? He's endorsing the wrong guy. Well, Donald Trump didn't like that. And so it was it was kind of, hey, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. That was the rumor. If you endorse my endorsement of J.D. Vance by endorsing him, then I will in turn endorse you. Well, Trump came to Delaware, Ohio, and if you remember, uh, I think it might have been Attorney General Dave Yost, Secretary of State Frank LaRose, uh, Keith Faber, and uh, maybe there was another one. It might have been Sprague. But at any rate, they endorsed Vance, and then Trump in turn endorsed those folks. So. Was it a full-on hearty, I'm endorsing you because I think you're doing the right thing? I don't know, in the spirit of, of clarity and transparency. Um, but I think it's also a little bit early to say that Bernie Marino is the absolute favorite for a Trump endorsement. Now, he was in that race, and he did go visit with Donald Trump. And then almost, to, this was in 2022, last election cycle. Remember, Marino ran in that race as well. And uh, he visited with Trump. Soon after that visit, he dropped out of the race. And some people speculated that Trump said, look, I'm going to throw my support behind someone else. But if you run in the future, you'll be my guy. And now that J.D. Vance has backed Bernie Marino, and by the way, they have an event today. I believe it is. Let me let me look this up real quick. I believe it is in Upper Arlington um, or maybe New Albany. Uh, I'll get that. I'll get those details in, in just a second. They have a, a grassroots event, I believe. But uh, Vance has endorsed Bernie Marino. And so a lot of people go, well, that, that's, that's quite a signal. Uh, he's, he's probably going to get uh, the bump. So um, I don't know. But I do know that, I, that Donald Trump has a history of weighing in in a way that, one, helps the candidate that he endorses, but two... Oftentimes he'll weigh in when he knows he's going to win, when he knows that his bet is is the one that is is most likely to win the race. So what does that mean? I don't know. Um, but here's the Bernie Marino, Senator J.D. Vance grassroots town hall hosted by the 1776ers of New Albany. That's tonight. And it's uh, it's from 5 to 6, 15 p.m. at the estate at New Albany. And uh so those two will be together. It'd be interesting if someone asks them that question tonight. Hey, are you are you willing to bet the ranch on Donald Trump weighing in on this? And we'll ask Congressman Jim Jordan that on the other side of this break, uh, as well as find out uh, who he thinks is going to win the big game on Saturday. Um, maybe what his favorite part of Thanksgiving is. And then I want to hear about the, the whistleblower stuff. So stay tuned on the other side of this break. We'll be joined by... Congressman Jim Jordan, who represents Ohio's 4th Congressional District, here on The Bruce Woolley Show. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.